Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I paid for a frontal. It was uh, $650, and this is not a frontal. This white thick bed right here, it's not supposed to be, be there, and I'm supposed to be able to party in the way I want to and I'm not able to do that. And I'm supposed to be able to wear it in the ups, up and down style, and I'm not able to do that as well because of this white thick band that you can see. This is the plaintiff Tykees Blackman. She says she purchased a 22-inch orange wig with yellow tips from the defendant, and the thing is defective. And she looks like a fool wearing it at work while she operates a forklift. The defendant is refusing a refund, and she refuses to walk away from the $1,200 she's owed. So she's suing. This is the defendant, Walter Fleming. He says he's a celebrity hairstylist, and he created a beautiful hairpiece for the plaintiff. But she had it installed on her head by someone else who didn't know what they were doing, and they ruined it. He bears no responsibility for the ruined wig. Now, because someone else messed it up, and he thinks the judge will agree, he's accused of wigging out on a forklift operator. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $1,500 for slander on social media. All parties, please hit your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Ms. Blackman, you are suing uh, Mr. Fleming, a, uh, doing business as Slayer Boutique, for your money back and then some for emotional distress because, according to you, he sent you an awful wig and breached your contract. You have a counterclaim against her for slander, for trashing you on the Internet. All right, let's talk to you first, Ms. Blackman. What happened here? Um, I met Walter. We went to high school together, Cordova High, and we graduated. I posted a picture um, in 2016 of a bad wig, and Walter came out, posted on my uh, social media saying that he wanted to do my hair, that the person who did it did a bad job. So fast forward to 2018, Walter was coming down here frequently, and I was going to his going to his salon, sitting in his chair. Every two weeks, he came down here. So I ended up purchasing a wig from him um, around 12, 19, 2020. 
And when I when I got this wig, I tried it on. My boyfriend was like, "Is it supposed to look like that?" And I'm like, "It's not installed yet, babe. It's gonna um, it's gonna look better once he get installed." So once I got it installed, I was at their hairstylist uh, house for four hours trying to figure out. Okay, hold on one second. We got to back up a second. You got to explain stuff to me. So okay, um, wigs that I know of, you just put on your head. So mm-hmm. I understand that. This is this like a different kind of wig, or is it just because you don't want to take it on and put it off that you get it actually installed? The so Walter just makes the wig, but if he was here in Memphis, uh, he would have installed it. I don't know how to install, okay. so you, I have to pay somebody else to install it. And when I pay her, this I pay her sixty five dollars to install it. She installed it, but I was there for like four hours. Right, but installing it is something you assumed you would have to do and pay for. Correct. That's I knew that. Right. So once it gets installed, you were unhappy. And why were you unhappy? I was unhappy because of the white band. This It's a thick white band right here in my hair that you can see. Is this the wig? Are you wearing the wig? This is the wig. I am wearing the wig. Okay. Okay. So there's a thick white band and there's not supposed mm-hmm. to be? No, ma'am. And well, pay, I pay for... I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I paid for a frontal. It was um, $650, and this is not a frontal. This white, thick band right here, it's not supposed to be be there, and I'm supposed to be able to party in the way I want to, and I'm not able to do that, and I'm supposed to be able to wear it in the ups, up and down style, and I'm not able to do that as well because of this white, thick band that you can see. Okay, Mr. Fleming, let me hear from you. Why am I seeing that uh, thick white band, or that white band she's talking about? Um, so like like you said, we went to high school together. Um, we talked about wigs probably every time she sat in my chair. Um, we talked about me making her a wig. Now, we never discuss frontal wigs. I don't normally make frontal wigs. I make closure wigs that don't have to be installed. Um, so... I sent her when she finally got So wait, wait. I want I want to understand okay. I want to understand the wig industry. So there's two different kinds of wigs you're saying? Yeah, there are actually is... several different types of wigs. Okay. Okay. Um, um so tell me about closure common, and frontal. Tell me about those two. Closure wigs are a lot more popular popular because you don't have to install them. You can just take them on, put them off. The frontal wigs, a lot of them you do have to install unless they're custom to your head. Um, they also cost a lot more. Um, so a lot of the wigs I make, especially the wigs I make and send out or ship to people are closure wigs. So they don't have to be installed. You basically, you can just take them out the package, put them on, take them off. Um, you can get them installed if you want to, um, but it's not a necessity. Um, so when she finally got around to paying for the wig, um, we had discussed a couple of colors. So what did she order? Uh, what did she order? A frontal or a did she order a closure? No, a closure. Is closure the one you have to install or no? You don't. It's the one that you don't have to. Okay, but I'm not understanding them. Why was she installing it? Because oh, people might I, do that because sure. they want it to be more secure. Right. They don't want to be able to take it on and off every day. Um, okay, so go so, on. I sent her the wig. I sent her pictures of the wig before um, I actually sent it out. And she said she loved it. Everything was good. I didn't hear anything back from her um, until after the wig was installed. 
at, at that point, the wig was installed. And if you look at the pictures I sent, or even she has the wig on, the reason you can see that white band is because it was hair right there. And it looks like what, whenever, whoever installed it, they tried to either cut the tracks there or they tried to pluck the tracks or they tried to do something as to where they removed the hair that was in there exposing the cap. Show me, um, I'm looking at a picture that you sent, uh, Ms. Blackman. Uh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Go ahead, that Mr. Install Fleming. Should not, that install should not look like that <laughs> at all. Like, it, it's, it, it looks like an amateur install. It, it really does. Like, if you look at the pictures I sent you of installs or other wigs, it doesn't have any of that baby hair. It's extremely thick. They, did, they didn't do a good job at plucking it. it. It's a horrible install. So when they removed, okay. either they removed the track or they plucked the hair out or they did something as to where they exposed that cap. See, if you look at those, none of those wigs, they look like that. I don't even personally. I don't even use baby hair on my wigs. Most of my clients don't wear, don't wear the baby hair because it doesn't look natural. But you can't. You can definitely put the baby hair in there. But none of my wig. I would never send out a wig looking like this. Do you, Ms. Um, Blackman? Do you have the um, installer here to testify? No, ma'am. Okay. Um, so answer what he's saying. He's saying, listen. I'm not the installer, and the installer just hacked it up and shouldn't have done that because it does look perfect on the mannequin. Now, on the mannequin, he's not pulling it back or anything, but, you know, didn't you notice it right away? Hey, what's this big white band doing here if there's, in fact, a big white band where you can't pull? Before installing it, wouldn't you have noticed that? I, um, I actually did notice the white band, but by me not doing wigs, I'm not a wig buyer. Um... I didn't know that it was going to affect the wig until I got it installed. Well, why so didn't your installer it... know it? Why didn't your installer say, hey, what's going on here? Wait a second. You're she... not going to be able to wear this with your hair pulled back. You're not going to be able to wear this with different hairstyles. Why didn't your installer tell you? Do you mind me taking it off? Yeah, sure. No, whatever you are comfortable with. Yeah. Okay, so... This is why it's not the installer's fault. Like Walter said, he makes closure wigs, right? So when I got this wig, the only thing the installer had to cut off was this piece right here. She never cut anything else. So when I got this wig, it looked like this. This was the white band. It had nothing to do with the installer. So tell me, Walter, what should I be looking at there to figure out whether that person cut it or whether you didn't um, accommodate the idea of different hairstyles? Okay. So first I want to say that when you get a wig, you can tell the difference between a closure and a frontal wig. Has she actually gotten a frontal wig? This is what a frontal wig looks like. Are you so, trying to tell you me, see, hold on one second. Are you trying to tell me that um, uh, she didn't buy a frontal wig so she shouldn't be able to do other hairstyles? Is that what you're trying to correct, say? Correct, correct, correct. Okay, well then this should be really easy. In all of your texts, does anybody ever talk about whether I'm order, whether she was ordering a closure or a frontal wig? Uh, no, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we agreed to uh, a frontal wig. It's, it's got two prices. One of them is $525. And another price is $650. I saw that. I know where you're talking about. Hold on. Yes. I got it. Hold on. Okay. Okay. He asks full lace frontal or closure. 
and you do not say frontal. You say whichever looks yes, more natural. Then he says, Jenny, hold on. He says, I'm sorry. The full, the full lace would be 650, the frontal 525. And she says, I'll take the full lace. So what's full lace in this equation? Full lace is not either one of those. Full lace is the one where you can part it, in, you can part it anywhere. The entire wig would have been made of lace. Okay, you say the full lace would be 650, the frontal 525, and she says, I'll take the full lace. And you charge her 650. So what date this, was that? Are you, are you shocked seeing this? Yeah, are you surprised to see these texts? I am, simply simply because we talked so much about wigs. It I was know, over a I year know, and but a I need it you, I know, I know. I don't care though, you need to look at this because <laughs> yeah. this is kind of, I know, I could tell you're shocked. I know, I know people. <laughs> and I could tell you're like, what the heck is that? Right, those, that's a whole year before we talked, before she actually purchased the wig from me. So in September of 2020, she came back to me and she asked for another she asked for another wig. She said, Hey, I, how much? Hold for on some one bundles? second. How I have those. For... Hold okay. on one second. Here we go. Hey Boo, how much for some bundles? 613 if you can dye the hair cool. Give me a price for everything. I get paid on the 18th. You say I can. What color? And a wig or just bundle and what length? And then she says, thank you, 2022, 22. That means something to you guys. And surprise me with the color, not too loud, just right. That's the length. That's the length that she wanted. Okay, orange with dark roots. She says, yes, please. And you say 650. And she says, okay, I was expecting more, right up my alley. To be honest, I like all the orange, but I want you to make it however you want. I mostly... Orange and dark roots are common since it's a wig. Do you just mostly orange color? You feel the dark roots, yada, yada, black, back and forth, back and forth. Where is the, well, now for a frontal, which is how you can do different hairstyles, my prices have raised. Before you say to her 650, 650 is what everybody agreed on the last time. So if something's going to change and it's not going to be a frontal, I expect to see your text. There's two, we talked about two set, completely separate wigs. The, the wigs from 2019 that I quoted her, the original price, it was long, it was longer and it was a completely different wig. So when she came back to me nine or 10 months later, I didn't even go back to those text messages to see. I took the pictures that she sent me and quoted her on what I make on what I make and ship out. Yeah, but then front. where are you specifying if the only time the two of you have ever talked about whether it would be closure or frontal? And frontal is what she asked for the last time. Where in these texts are you telling her, oh, but this will be a closure, which apparently this is. This will not be a frontal. You won't be able to pull it back. Where are you saying that to her? She still thinks we're talking about a frontal. Why aren't you saying, do you want closure or frontal? Just like you did the last time. Closure will be X, frontal will be Y. Then there wouldn't be any confusion, but you don't do that. So why isn't she right? I'll let me rephrase that. She is right that if the only discussions you've had before is about that, then that's what she's operating under. And the fact that she can't pull it back is a breach on your part, not on her part. Now, you, um, Ms. Blackman, you have the wig. You've used the wig. You installed the wig. You're wearing it today. It actually looks really good, but except for the issue that it's not what you wanted. Um, so why should you get a free ride completely like you're arguing? Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, 
Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm not really trying to get a free ride. My thing is when okay. I reached out to Walter and asked him uh, to fix the wig or I asked him, what could we do? I went to him like a friend, like I always do. I wanted to, I wanted the wig to look more natural so I wouldn't have to, so it could look like my real hair and I have I, this wig that he did. Like the color is not right. Like I would have let oh, all come of on. go. The, everything else about the wig is great, except for you can't wear a ponytail. So, but but what's bothering no, no, me? No, ma'am. No, because the, the text. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. it's not actually right. For one, he said yellow tips. It's yellow tips going up the middle of my hair. Yeah, but you never complained it's about not, that until now. A year and some. Yeah, a year I, later. I you, know. You never no, complained about I that complained until now. It, Here's the thing, Judge. I wasn't going to complain if he would have gave me the 174. I would have never took him to court. I would have never took me took him to court had he just gave me my like 174 back, because he still would have profited 500 dollars of my money. But by him leaving me on red and ignoring me and me having to go to Facebook, that's where I, I, I'm gonna complain about everything. I never ignored Since I'm gonna bring you. it to when his you attention. Text me, I responded to you. Okay. What is the slander that is the subject of your $1,500 counterclaim against her, Mr. Fleming? What, how does she slander you? Okay, so she brought into, like I said, I have several celebrity clients. She made it seem like I treat my Who are your celebrity, celebrity clients? clients? Different. Who are your I do a lot of clients? work for Bravo. <laughs> I do a lot of work for Bravo. <laughs> the housewives? The housewives? The housewives? Yes, yes. Oh my Bravo goodness! And okay, VH1. Housewives of Atlanta. And yes, yes. Okay. So she made a big deal on social media, and I sent you some of the screenshots that some of my clients and stuff, or some of people sent me on what she was saying. So Cynthia is one of my clients. She said that Cynthia doesn't wear my wigs. I just, I just um, curl her hair for her. And somebody actually sent me a screenshot of her commenting on one of Cynthia's. Um, posts on Instagram saying she does he doesn't do her hair for real. Okay, and did who? How did this come to your attention through Cynthia? No, it's it's other people that have reached out to me and be like, did you see this on social media? Did you see what Taiki said about okay. you? So here's here's um what I saw in the social media back and forth is that you defended yourself quite well. You disagreed with what she was saying. And a lot of people were actually commenting in your favor. Um, so how did that, uh, hurt your business or how was it that, and you know, that these were her opinions. So, um, did she lie other than, you know, you guys see this differently. I don't see anything in there that would amount to a $1,500 slander lawsuit, and I'm going to rule against you on the counterclaim. 
on her claim for the reasons that we've already gone through. It's kind of rough because really you're, you, you should be able to get what you paid for. But he's kind of right when he says, well, between you and the installer, nobody realized that there had been a misunderstanding. And also far more weighty to me is the fact that you've used the wig, you've been using it, you got it installed, you've come to court and asked for that because you feel like he has not treated you fairly because you were so reasonable at the beginning and then all of a sudden it's like you're on your own and you, you felt that that wasn't right. Um, I don't know whether it was right or not. I can tell you one thing. I know people. I don't know wigs. I know a little more about wigs now than I knew when this case started. But I know people. And I know that as Mr. Fleming is sitting there, he, I think he was surprised by seeing those texts from 2019. I think that it's on you because you're the professional, so you should be specifying what people are paying for. And you should have it really clear so that there aren't these problems, okay? I'm going to order you to return $200 to Ms. Blackman, plus, of course, your court costs in having to come to court here today. That is my verdict. And on your slander case, zero. Mr. Fleming, how do you feel about that? I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, I was surprised that a year's difference, I'm so busy. I, I didn't even go back and look at the text messages. I just quoted her off what I send to my clients on a normal basis. You know, you're buddies, right? You were high school buddies. What's this going to do to your friendship? At this point, there is no friendship. Um, I mean, if there was a friendship, she would have reached out to me and said, hey, when she got the wig, hey, I ordered a frontal or a full lace wig and this is a closure. I, she would have never, she should have never went and got it installed. All right, what, one other question for you. Do you think whatever she put on uh, social media, has it hurt your business, do you think? What do you think? Um, honestly, no, it, it, not it, my business. I, I'm going to say good, any promotion is good promotion. It probably brought me more business. <laughs> okay, well, good enough then. All right, you lost the car, you gotta give her back 200 bucks. Miss Blackman, let me ask you, I mean, you were seeking $1,200, you didn't get that. How do you feel about mm -hmm. the judge's decision? Like I said, I really wasn't trying to slander his name or be unreasonable. I felt like I was more than more than reasonable with, with Walter. And it's going to be okay, I guess. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you a question. A lot of people may be wondering, you still going to wear it? No, I haven't been wearing this wig. I actually been letting it sit up because it's not a good wig. So I only wore it today because my mom said wear it so she could see how it looked because I didn't have nobody else to put the wig on. So that's the only reason why I decided to wear it. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Let's see what the judges have to say about this now. Here they are. This case is the classic small claims court case. Really, at its essence, it's about 175 bucks. And Ms. Blackman can afford the 175 bucks, but she's digging her feet in on principle. Mr. Fleming can afford the 175 bucks, but he's digging in. And, you know, he didn't want to take a haircut on his <laughs> end of 175 bucks. So he kind of tried to sweep the whole thing under the rug by fading the heat onto the installer. Right? Yeah, but she did say pretty early on that I can't pull it back. I'm a forklift operator. I have to wear a ponytail, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, and he did from the very beginning say, no, the problem with your hair showing is the installer. And, and he may be right. That wasn't a great install, but right. that has nothing to do with whether he gave her a wig she didn't right. buy. Right. He, you know, she bought the kind of wig that she would be able to do what she 
would like to do, which is pull yeah. it back. And that was her complaint right. from the beginning, is the white band is showing. And from she, the beginning, that was her complaint. She looked good in court and until she pulled it back. Right. And then you're like, oh, yeah, there it is. You can see right. those little white bands. Right. Tom wants to know this. Hey, Harvey. If animals are considered property under the law, why would someone be entitled to all vet bills when harmed by another pet? I get your point that you're saying that technically you shouldn't get vet bills that exceed the value of the dog since dogs are considered property. I understand your point and technically you're right, but a lot of judges are more humane than that and they kind of bend it a little bit. And frankly, I think it's a good idea because these are living, breathing animals and to be made whole, you gotta pay the whole vet bill. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case inside the courtroom. This is the plaintiff, Jose Juan Guerra Jr. He says he bit into some chocolate deep fried ice cream he had for dessert at the defendant's restaurant. When all of a sudden he was in dire pain and his mouth was bleeding profusely. He went to the ER. They told him he had an abrasion to his oral cavity, and he's here suing the defendant for the $10,000. He's now out. This is the defendant, Amanda. She says this guy's out for a payday, plain and simple, and demanded she pay him 9000 bucks, but said he would take 5000 to make this all go away. This guy cut his mouth on a piece of plastic and now is trying to make a federal case out of it. Please. She's accused of icing a guy. All parties, <clears throat> please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says that he bit into a sharp object in his fried ice cream and the defendant simply will not pay him squat. But the defendant says, this guy is looking for a huge payday over a tiny little mishap. And that's not fair. It's the case of icing a guy. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Mr. Guerra, you uh, were having dinner at a restaurant and what happened? Uh, so me and my wife, we went out to, uh, that was actually the first uh, place we went out to uh, dinner the first time we dated. So, you know, that place has a very memorable meaning to us. Um, my wife was seven months pregnant at the time and she wanted sushi from that place. So we decided to go and we went, we had a good time. And then my wife, you know, because of the cravings, she wanted to try deep fried ice cream. And that's something that we've never heard of or ever tried. So we're like, okay, you know, let's get it. So we got in and it was like a ball of like just a big ball of something deep fried, you know, and as a gentleman, I am, you know, yeah, I go ahead. Get the first... <laughs> yes, yes. So I go ahead, I get the scoop, you know, the first scoop and I feed it to my wife and I can see her face, you know, lighting up with, you know, with joy and with, you know, pleasure. So I go ahead, I get a big heaping scoop and I put it in my mouth and with confidence, I go ahead and I bite down, you know, very hard. And at that very moment, you know, I got the rush of adrenaline like times a million, you know, so, like something just stopped and my wife noticed, you know, something was wrong with me. And as I opened my mouth, you know, I, I literally had to like pull it out and then blood started coming out of my mouth. And as I'm right there bleeding, it? you know, uh, at the time I didn't know what it was until the lady, uh, the server went ahead and um, as soon as I called for help, 
you know, she came, she, I put the piece of uh, plastic on the, on the plate and she picked up the plate and she took it away and we did not see her for 15 minutes. And I'm right there bleeding out and my wife is giving me all her napkins and you can literally see the table full of blood. And the thing is, is that there's, they have cameras there. So that's something that I don't have to lie about. You can see the film, you can see everything. You can see a pool of blood on the table, you know, at least in my vicinity. So I go well, ahead and I call her Why did you sit there back. for 15 minutes? Why didn't you go to the hospital? Uh, well, because for one, I needed to know what it was. I kept trying to get uh, in contact of the waiter, but she didn't come out. She stayed in the back. And then as soon as I saw her, I told her, oh, can you please, you know, bring me what it was? Because I don't know what it was, you know, and she didn't want to. So I go ahead and I tell her, you know, if you don't bring it back to me, I'm going to call the cops and I'm going to tell them because, you know, that's in risk of my own safety. You know, what if it could be something that has, you know, some rust or anything? I don't know what it is, you know? Right. So I go ahead and I'm putting pressure on the wound and everything. And then she finally brings out the piece with a piece of um, a napkin. Okay. And I go ahead and I tell her, you know, what is this? And she tells me that it's part of the container of uh, the ice cream. So I guess the ice cream tubs, um, there's a container of it. And I guess a part of it broke out. So I go to the bathroom and I'm right there, you know, rinsing out my mouth and, um, and pretty much, you know, just clearing out uh, everything that I had. And, okay, um, so this on the that, right side is the plastic? Yes, ma'am. And exactly on the left side is a quarter so that I have an idea of the size of the plastic. Yes, ma'am. And right there, that's the, whole, yeah, that's the hole that my mouth was left ooh. with. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, so you could only that imagine. You know, the, yeah, well, I mean, wow. they literally, you know, when you go there for ice cream, you really do scream when you eat it, you know. <laughs> but... But yeah, so and, and wow, that, it. I, uh, what did you end up doing? They brought you this plastic. Did you? Um, what did you end up doing? After that, I wanted to did you go to the doctor. Manager, you know, yes, I did. I went right. to the ER right away. Um, I wanted to get in contact with the manager who was, you know, not on site. You know, she was nowhere to be found. Um, I got in contact with her, and as I stepped out of the restaurant to talk to her, you know, because um, they used their in-house phone to call her. Um, I stepped out of the, the restaurant and they still had the audacity to bring the check with the deep fried ice cream still on it to my wife. And my wife went ahead and paid it with cash and we got up and we left. And the lady, her name is Anna. They charge you for me, the ice cream? They shouldn't yeah, charge you for anything, yeah. but they charge you for the ice cream? That's, wow. They okay. still charge me for the ice cream. All right. They had the audacity to do that. So did you go to exactly. the hospital? Yes or no? Yes, ma'am. I do. And okay. when I went and to the they hospital, don't, they don't put stitches there. So what did they what no, did they, they do? They gave you antibiotics and they told you nothing uh, to keep it clean. They taught you how to clean it. Um, do we have anything from the hospital? I know I saw the bill was one thousand forty one dollars. But what what um, did insurance cover any yeah. of it? No, ma'am, I don't have insurance. And the paper is right there. Okay. I went to the hospital and they gave me a tetanus shot um, just to make sure. you They know, did give you a tetanus done. shot. OK. Yes, they did. And um, after right. that, you know, I just thought, yeah, after that, I had to go to the dentist because, you know, when you go to the ER, you know, you go there to get the tennis shot, you know, right there. They can't really do anything oral. So I go to the dentist okay. after that. So you end up right. going to the dentist and you go the same day? Yes, ma'am. A laceration of the palate, one inch laceration of the right middle palate area with approximately half an inch depth, slight to moderate bleeding. Avoid hot and spicy food and take antibiotics. All right. Do you have a bill from the dentist? Because you didn't provide that. No, ma'am. Due to COVID, I've been trying to get a, to get the bills that we had. And, you know, sadly, we don't have that. Well, 
I don't know, due to COVID, you're the one who decides when to file the lawsuit. Um, Ms. Amanda, you, were you on site when this happened or no? No, I wasn't. Okay. So what did you hear had happened? Well, when the incident occurred, um, the waitress called me and said that he, they explained to me what had happened. So um, they did put Mr. Jose on the line with me. I explained to him that um, once you are treated, please let me know what the outcome was, you know, and then we can help you with whatever cost there is that you would incur from it. Um, the next, um, that was the end of that. He said he was going to go to emergency and let me know. The next day, I followed up with a text to him asking what had happened. Are you okay? Is there something, you know, um, that I can do? Um, but I did not hear back from him. That the incident happened on October 4th. I did not hear back again from him until January 8th. And at that time, basically, when I finally got in contact with him, um, he explained to me what he had. He said, you know, he has bills and he's asking if we can reimburse him for $9,000. $9,000? Yes. On February the um, 29th, he texted me asking that um, he spoke to his lawyer and that um, if we can compensate back to him $9,000 for what he had to pay and the time off work that he had. And you thought that was somewhat excessive, I take it. Basically, I asked him if he can please provide to us whatever bills he had, we're willing to work it out where we will help him with it. You know, because it did happen on our um, restaurant thing and we weren't trying to avoid him. Right. See, there's two parts to to every lawsuit, Mr. Guerra. One part is liability. And that is, you say she did you wrong. That part is a slam dunk in this case. She admits liability. She says, yeah, he's sitting at our restaurant and unfortunately a piece of a lid was in there and he hurt himself. The second part is damages. And you're a little soft on the damages, not on the pain and suffering part. We'll talk about that in a second, but on the bills. I mean, you still don't have the bills. She's asking for the bills. You decide to go to court without the bills. We're in court and you still don't have the the bills for the dentist. Was there just no bill for the dentist maybe? Maybe you just had no bill because if you paid by credit card at the dentist's office, you would have the credit card receipt for it or you would be able to get it right offline before we started court. So I don't see anything for the dental bill. I do see an ER bill of $1,041, but you're suing for 2000 for the ER bill. Why? Uh, because of every, all the late fees and everything. If you see one, that uh, invoice well, was done. Uh, that's was done. fine, but I'm... then you have to show me that. Do you have a bill that is $2,000 from the hospital? You can't just round up to the farthest thousand. You can't go from 1000 to 2000 mm. because of late fees that you don't prove. And late fees are never going to be 100%. So show me the late fees that make it 2000 You can't, right? No, I can't. Okay. The dental bill, you do not have. Uh, lost wages, let's talk about that. How many days off did you take? I believe it was eight. Okay. Well, do you have proof of that? No, I don't, ma'am. Everything is my word against everything else. No, why is it? Where do you work? 
uh, work at hospice? Right. So you would be able to have somebody farms you out to go have you do work. And that person could have written an affidavit or a letter for, on your behalf saying that on these days you couldn't work. That's how you prove a, a, a lost wages case. So tell me how, I mean, it sounds awful. It sounds like the pointy end went up. It's not like you bit it sideways. It's, it was standing up in your, in your, and pierced the top of your mouth. And I'm sure it bled like crazy because that part of the body bleeds like crazy. And I'm sure it mm-hmm. hurt like the Dickens because I yes, can only imagine. And so tell me how, how you manage the pain. Tell me about the pain. Um, I was able to take ibuprofen to be able to, you know, um, subside the pain and the swelling and everything. Um, to this day, I can't eat or try anything new. I can't be spontaneous anymore. I'm very careful with what I eat. Even eating a potato chip or any type of Doritos or anything like that, I can't eat them because I have the same type of, you know, post-traumatic stress that I feel like I'm going to get it again. You know, okay, and that's one thing dramatic, that, yeah. I'll be honest with you. You have a good I case, mean, but you're a little bit on the dramatic side, you know? A lot, of pe- a lot of people think that. First, I was just thinking you were descriptive, but now I'm thinking you're a little dramatic. Yeah, ma'am, if I was, if I wanted to go, you know, and take this to, you know, a higher case, you know, lawsuits with just a little piece of hair gets hundreds of thousands. You know, for me, I'm not even looking at anything like that. If someone finds a hair in their food, they get hundreds of thousands? I mean, there has been cases. No, there haven't. I think I know a little more about what uh, appropriate damages are than you do, Mr. Guerra. And it, it isn't, court is not... Uh, for ching ching, let the cash register ring. It's to compensate you for your damages. So I find that you have been able to prove as follows. $1,041 in the hospital bill, $29.97 in the antibiotics that you brought me a bill for, and pain and suffering, I am going to award you another $1,000 for a total of $2,070.97. Verdict for the plaintiff. Well, the plaintiff only gets $2,070. Mr. Garrow, what do you think? What's your reaction? You were suing for $10,000. You didn't get anywhere near that. Well, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Can't, uh, you know, can't, uh, I can say, go against the judge's, you know, opinion and all that. So I'll just take it as it is. Is it serious? You have a, a real problem even eating a Dorito right now? You're too careful or don't want to do that right now? Yeah, and sadly, you know, it's hard to believe, but, you know. I agree, it is hard to believe, and I feel sorry for you, but that's what you end up getting, $2,070. So, let me see what Miss Amanda thinks about that. Miss Amanda, how do you feel about that? Were you worried it might be a lot more, quite frankly? Well, um, you know, we're, if we're responsible to pay whatever and he has proof to, to show us, we would have um, yeah. given what we would owe to help him with the costs, but... Since he didn't have anything, it was hard for me to just base it on him telling us. Let me ask you, has this kind of thing happened to you before, or is this like the first time? No, this is the first time. Well, let's hope it's the last for your benefit, okay? Be more careful with the ice cream. (laughs) Thank Thank you you. very much. Okay, let's see what the judges feel about this. Here they are with another edition of After the Verdict. Marilyn, as you know, 
I am well acquainted with dental pain, okay? <laughs> My oldest brother went to dental school in the 1970s, what I like to fondly refer to as the dark ages of dentistry. And I was his guinea pig for four years, constantly going in and having him do this work, that work. He did unnecessary work. Unnecessary dental Unnecessary work. work. I have gold, gold foils on the backs of these teeth because he had to do golds on somebody, and he did them on the backside of my front teeth. So <laughs> uh, it was like a class project that he had to complete. But in any event, I would have given him a more substantial recovery on the pain and suffering, just yeah. because I don't think for even for five grand, you couldn't get me to bite down on that piece of plastic. No, that's well, you couldn't get me to do so. it for 20 grand, but I'm, I'm just not sure. You know, when right. he tells me that they gave him aspirin, ibuprofen, yeah, like aspirin, if they, right. if like if he had been taking painkillers, yeah. uh, you know, serious painkillers or something, it might, you know. But I, I think, um, I think he really hurt himself when he said, "I don't understand a, a hair in your soup." should get you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Then all of a sudden, it starts to look like perhaps he's just a little bit dramatic. Right. I know it hurt, and that's why he got $1,000. You would have given him more than $1,000. I would have given him a few thousand dollars for the pain and suffering. But you know, all judges are different, and everybody's going to evaluate the evidence a little bit differently, just like every jury would evaluate it differently. Terrell wants to know this. Hey, Harvey. How does one protect themselves from a road rager? This guy was arrested, but now he knows where she lives and she's afraid. You go get a restraining order is what you do and keep him 100 yards away from you. Judges will issue this. And if he violates it, you immediately call the police and they can pick him up and have him arrested. Restraining orders are good that way, especially in cases of violence.